800 AM and 94.9 FM KINY Juno from the Alaska Airline Studio. Local first. Now, News of the North. From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. These are the stories we're following this hour. The Department of Labor joined Action Line. The size of Alaska's population remained unchanged for a second consecutive year. And a petition is advocating for an increase to the minimum wage. But first, Dan Robinson and Karina Weeble joined Action Line yesterday to discuss this month's Department of Labor Trends magazine. January's issue looks at this year's employment forecast for Alaska as a whole. Weeble looks at job growth from the state perspective. Oil and gas does have some good growth uh, forecasted for next year. We anticipate that uh, we'll be up about a thousand jobs and that is looking at 2023, we added 600 jobs. So it's more than we did last year, but there's some exciting projects on the horizon and oil and gas in general has been picking up since the pandemic lows. Although we are still considerably below where we were uh, before the pandemic in 2019, we're probably about a quarter still lower than we were before the pandemic. She adds Alaska is still in a job recovery phase following the pandemic. There has been a noticeable drop in seafood processing jobs, Robinson says. Right now, seafood processing, the big question for Southeast is the Trident sale. Um, and, and we don't know. I mean, it's, an, it's, it's a plan to sell. But what happens? Who buys? All those things are an open question. And then the reason for the the move by Trident, the, the very low prices, that that uh, market, what, imbalance is still out there. So, and then even you go a few years back, and Karina wrote a couple of articles about this, how the processors managed the pandemic. They did it actually impressively well to keep COVID out and some things like that. But... Um, but yeah, it's the, the fishery resource broadly is biologically very healthy. And he says they're seeing more needs in the healthcare market. Talked for years about this kind of growth in healthcare is not sustainable, but it just keeps being stronger than average. What what's going on now more than anything probably is the aging population. So eight, the older people are, the more healthcare needs they tend to have and like the state, like the country, the average age is creeping up. So uh, we're pretty confident in forecasting more healthcare growth. There too, there's the issue of finding the workers and, and getting them trained, nurses being at the top of the list, but lots of healthcare occupations. You can listen to the full action line on our website, kinyradio.com. The size of Alaska's population remained essentially unchanged for a second consecutive year, based on population estimates released today by the Alaska Department of Labor and Workforce Development. From July 2022 to July 2023, the state grew by an estimated 304 people, 0.04%. Despite that slight overall growth, Alaska continued to lose people to migration. Net migration and migrants minus out-migrants resulted in a net outflow of 3,246 people. Alaska has lost more movers than it has gained every year since 2013, but losses have slowed in the last few years. Alaska's 65 and older population grew 3%, and the 18 to 64 year old group declined by 0.2%. The state's highest median age was 48.8 in the Haines Borough. The Kozolvik census area was youngest at 24.1.
21 of Alaska's 30 boroughs and census areas lost population over the year. The Matanuska Susitna Borough grew the most, followed by the Kenai Peninsula Borough. The Fairbanks North Star Borough decreased the most. Supporters of a ballot initiative that would increase the minimum wage increase, mandate paid sick leave, and provide other worker protection submitted more than 40,000 petition signatures to the Alaska Division of Elections on Tuesday, bringing their cause one step closer to a decision by voters. The group, called Better Jobs for Alaska, brought boxes of signed petitions to a Division of Elections office in East Anchorage. The initiative proposes to hike the state's minimum wage, currently at $11.73 an hour, to $13 an hour next year, $14 an hour in 2026, and $15 an hour in 2027. Thereafter, the minimum wage would increase with inflation, according to the initiative. To qualify for the November ballot, there must be at least 26,705 signatures of registered voters, equivalent to 10% of the total who voted in the last statewide general election, with signers meeting legal requirements for geographic diversity, according to the Division of Elections. If the signatures are verified, this would be the third time in 22 years that a minimum wage increase will have qualified for the statewide ballot. Coming up, nearly 21 million children in the U.S. are expected to receive food benefits, but Alaska opted out of the new program. That story next with Jordan Lewis. When News of the North continues. Nearly 21 million children in the U.S. and its territories are expected to receive food benefits this summer through a newly permanent federal program, according to an announcement by the U.S. Department of Agriculture earlier today. 35 states, all five U.S. territories, and four tribes opted into the Summer Electronic Benefits Transfer Program, or Summer EBT, which the government says is meant to supplement existing programs during the summer that have a more limited reach. In December of 2022, Congress made Summer EBT permanent starting in 2024 after the USDA tested it for several years. The states that chose not to opt in for this summer will have a chance to join for summer of 2025, according to the USDA. In an October report, the USDA said an estimated 17 million households in the U.S. reported problems finding enough food in 2022. That was up from 13.5 million in 2021 when there was pandemic era federal food aid. Alaska is among the states that have opted out of this new program. While all 50 states already administer the summer food service program, which was provided where kids can eat for free. The Alaska Department of Public Safety Commissioner James Cockrell has appointed James Holsher as the new director of Village Public Safety Officer Division and Lisa Perinton as the new director of the Statewide Services Division. James Holsher is a former Village Public Safety Officer and Police Chief where he served his home village of Hooper Bay for 20 years. Holsher worked as a VPSO from 2009 to 2015 until he joined the Alaska Alcohol and Marijuana Control Office, or AMCO, as an investigator. Lisa Burnton started her career with DPS in 2006 as an auditor and trained for the department's Criminal Justice Information Systems Program. She was promoted several times within the statewide services division, including to the Criminal Justice Information Systems Bureau chief position. The 60 day public comment period is open now through March 9th for interested parties to share feedback on a proposed revision to the Forest Service's special use permit policy. The proposed policy revision addresses certain privately owned cabins that existed on the Tongass and Chugach National Forests when the Alaska National Interest Lands Conservation Act, or ANILCA, was enacted on December 2nd of 1980. 
Currently, the Forest Service limits reissuances of permits to one time for certain cabins and in other circumstances does not allow for any reissuance of permits. The Forest Service defines reissuance as authorizing a new special use permit for the same use when the ownership of a cabin changes hands. Forest Service is working directly with individual cabin owners to ensure that no owner has to relinquish their cabin while the proposed policy revision is under review. And in the wake of that Alaska Airlines Boeing 737 MAX 9 that had an unused door come off in flight last week, Boeing CEO has addressed the company's employees. ABC's Alex Stone reports. Boeing CEO is using the word mistake in a company meeting with employees at the 737 factory in Renton, Washington on Tuesday. CEO Dave Calhoun said, quote, we're going to approach this, number one, acknowledging our mistake, end quote. He's promising transparency. Boeing was criticized after two 737 MAX crashes in 2018 and 2019 for not being transparent. All 737 MAX 9s with door plugs remain grounded by order of the FAA. Alex Stone, EBC News. Now you're up to date with News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. For continuous updates, visit our website, KINYradio.com.